0: Greetings and salutations. You've successfully arrived at the bloody disgusting network. Coming up next is something indescribable, tantalizing, and mind numbing. Enjoy. My friendship to all of you precludes my involvement with any one of you. But if you want to make love, then I do too. And I'll
1: be right there behind you. All in the name of hope. All in the name of hope. All in the name of
0: hope. Greetings and welcome yet again to the Losers Club, a Stephen king podcast i am one of your co-hosts for this episode justin idaho gerber now i know you're all racking your brains when did stephen king go to idaho what the hell's going on here what's this idaho reference did he go to idaho in the colorado kid no no that takes place in colorado dairy is where it takes place and other books by stephen king no no for this very special episode, we're going to do something similar to, actually, that's a lie. It's not similar at all. But as you may recall, a year or two ago, we did the dance macabre episode. and We talked a lot about The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Well, for this episode, we're definitely going to talk about Frank Herbert's series of books, um, starting with Dune, basically the six books that make up the Dune series. It's going to be a little wilder <laughs> than your normal you know, serious discussion and breakdown like we like to do in our other episodes. But that's the great thing about the Losers Club because you never know what you're getting week to week. And I assure you, if anybody was planning on falling asleep, it'll be nigh impossible because the four of us have what we like to call high energy in this business. And uh, so joining us um, in this very special episode of the Losers Club, introduce yourself. This is Dan, Duke Leto, Treaties. Is he the second?
1: No, he's the first, Caffrey.
0: Yeah, and Dan, it's very important to 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 let people know once again, you're not referencing a Stephen King book. I am not. Although
1: I could be wrong, I think on the stand they do cross Idaho when they're traveling to because I, you know, we always associate Idaho with potatoes, and everyone have yeah, which that's a thing in Idaho. But everyone I've talked to who's gone there to vacation, they are like, no, it's very scenic because it's right by the Rockies. They of course, have to cross the Rockies, you know, to and from Boulder and whatnot. So, I I don't think anything notable happens in Idaho in this stand, but I do think they they venture in, they mention people traveling through it.
0: Well, time. we'll have to have another deep dive episode on Idaho because obviously one of our co hosts, oh, Rachel Reeves, of course, Rachel is Reeves Idaho. is from Idaho. So, she could have also filled us And I'm sure that they know whether or not Stephen King books take place. In Idaho. I'm sure She's, like really She's like sharpening her knives all I, the time in classes. He's listening. She's
1: like, I can't believe you guys, A, I can't believe you would make fun of. I, I actually, for real, do want to go to Idaho. It's
0: supposed to be gorgeous. So I, There's a lot of places I want to go to now that I've been all vaxxed up. I'm yeah. ready to rock and roll, baby. Yeah. Well, listen, for this episode, Dan, like I'm, like I'm informing you, like we didn't just record it. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be talking to – this is special. We're going to be talking to a return guest. You know him from last podcast on the left, Henry Zebrowski. Yeah. He's back, and Old he friend. and his fellow – Somebody's, he's, he, he goes back with a long way, a fellow podcaster and comedian Holden McNeely just launched a Spotify exclusive podcast called LPN Deep Dives Dune. It's a huge hit. We're going to talk about why Dune means so much to both of them. And then, of course, we're going to discuss a little bit about the Dune movies, the David Lynch movie that came out in the 80s, the 2000 sci-fi miniseries and the upcoming Denis Villeneuve movie, as well as Joe Dorosky's Dune. We do talk a little bit about that, too. Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about Dune, folks, but we really wanted to answer that question a lot of you ask us. What do you guys read besides Stephen King? And I assure you, we do read things besides Stephen King. And <laughs> Dune is near and dear to our hearts. Dan and I discussed a little bit about that ourselves in the episode that's about to follow. But, I mean, look, it's, it, it's a great conversation. The hour flew by. It was a lot of fun. So you can ask. You never know what you're going to get when you get two guests on that you've never really talked to in podcast form, but uh, from the moment we we introduced ourselves or reintroduced ourselves, bam, we were ready to go. Would you agree, Dan?
1: Oh, totally. It's what they call, you know, in the biz, it's what they call uh, rapport or shtick or chemistry. Mm. It was all three of those things for us. I yeah. know comedy shtick is maybe. one of your favorite modes of comedy. You're a huge fan of love schtick. Oh, Shtick is great. Love I love when you see that cane come on the <laughs> stage and you yank Yikes. someone off when they're not doing well. I, yeah, I love the puns. I love the wooden... Ventriloquist dummies. I love it all. Well, to except sh- except the uh, <laughs> the horrible racism in vaudeville. Other than that, I love vaudeville. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, as you know, I
0: was always a huge fan of the racism, not so much the comedy. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that note, Dan, let's hop on our giant sandworms and enter the world of Dune. Dune. Warning: There are minor spoilers. For both the Dune series and Stephen King's Dark Tower series, you have been warned. Hello. Hello. Yo. Yo mm. yo. What's yo. going on, guys? What's up? What's up? How are you? How are? You? How are... Listen, time to see. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think you know Dan Caffrey. Oh yeah, man. Yeah.
2: It's been a long time. It's been like long,
0: long, over a decade. Day. Good to see you guys again. Good going? to see you. Yeah, you guys know my brother Mac from of back in the day. Of course. Absolutely. And he says hello. Where is he? He 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 not he has a red dune, so he, he can't participate in this. <laughs> I told him you're out. You can't do it. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to read actually. Isn't red fucking dune? No, he started. Well, it's a lot We'll get into that when we actually start this episode. That's normal. Which we can people. start because we're gonna have Let's this. We're gonna have this incredible intro for the both of you. So don't even worry about the awkward introductions once we've already Fuck started yeah. here. So sweet. Let's get right into it. Both of you are busy with your respective podcasts, with your respective sure. careers. Sure. Yeah, up bro. random things, right? You're busy people. Yeah, man. You're exciting exactly right. and really weaving. Hell yeah. Making it yeah, you, happen. You're making <laughs> things happen left and right, up and down. It's incredible stuff yeah. you both are doing, of course. Now, listen. I was at the DMV. Oh, after. hold on. This is a whole other story. All right, let's hear about the DMV experience. <laughs> Forget Dune. Um, DMV
1: stands <laughs> for Dune, Dune Motor Vehicles, right? <laughs> That's where like... I
0: went to. I thought it was. <laughs> I always suspected. Okay. There are a million different book series out there. There's a million different things you could have possibly done. Why did you choose to add Dune to your schedules, especially something as big and as vast as the Dune saga? It's punishment. It's
3: weird how this came about. It's one of those things where you know, we we have actually referenced this sketch a couple times in in the show itself, but um huh. and that is the Chris Farley uh, Japanese game show sketch. And sometimes oh my God. I feel like Chris Farley. <laughs> he does feel like this because what
2: <laughs> that's what, your role. What, you know,
3: how he said like, "Hey, they said, do you want to go to a game show. I didn't know they meant be on a game show. And when I hit up Henry, I was like, hey, do you want to do like an episode of Wizard of the Bruiser about Dune? And I didn't realize that he heard that as, do you want to do a 12 episode?
2: um He was physically closest to me. Complete. So he got to be the co-host of a Dune podcast. I've been talking about Dune on last podcast for about eight years Um, we put Dune into our Netflix character special that we uh, yes. hold in a row with me. Um, I've It's been in the back of my head for a long time. I honestly think that it came down to I wanted to say something on Mike about it because I couldn't talk about it with my family anymore because right. uh, it was ruining our home.
0: We it totally was, understand um, that with Stephen King. We we totally yeah understand yeah, that. yeah yes, right. And because yes, like bet. Natalie
2: and I, my wife and I are also Stephen King super fans too. But that's what there's certain things I now understand. Why don't we leave that to fun discussion? Don't make a job about it. But at least when it, with Dune, I couldn't talk about it with Natalie. And as a, as a matter of fact, I think it made her love me less. And <laughs> the no. funny thing for Jesus. my
3: end was just that uh, I initially read Dune to understand henry better as a frequent collaborator of mine i was like this guy this little angry man that i do all this work with it like you know but somehow makes me all my money he (laughs) loves this little book and so i was like and the worm is in it and everything so it might be fun i was always more of a fantasy guy i feel like i've Mm. become more of a sci-fi guy on in more recent years largely because i ended up reading dune but uh, yeah, that definitely was a big part of it. I was just wanted to. I was just like, "There's something in this. There's some wisdom in here." And I do feel like, unfortunately, I now know, understand my friend Henry far more than I'd ever appreciate to.
0: Your wives are both prepared to leave you.
3: Yes,
2: they can't wait to.
1: But <laughs> it's so her, difficult. To,
2: it's so difficult for them to go. I have a lot of her paperwork mm. like away from her. She doesn't know what I've signed up for her for. She doesn't know how much stuff I've signed under her name. She my, I mean? my my
3: wife uh, is is recently pregnant and she has oh. now lately been referring to it as a breeding program, which is something they picked up from talking to her about Dune. But now I feel like it's gotten the best of me as I am now just a uh, essentially a seed generator. Are and you are, are you I going I to discard uh, discarded?
1: Are you going to transmogrify into a sandworm by by <laughs> breed or by breeding with the uh, with the trout worms, whatever they're with
3: called? Yeah. Best or, yeah, yeah. case scenario is that that's (laughs) where we're at yeah especially if
2: you could cut if your (laughs) baby could come out and then you could psychically jump into your baby's mind and look through your baby's eyes (laughs) at
0: yourself Uh, that would be sweet the good news is every kid who went through that in the books turned out perfectly fine yeah yeah everybody's perfectly fine everybody's wonderful children wonderful upbringing so this actually does lead me to my next question dan and i get questions all the time you know, what else do you guys read besides Stephen King? You know, are you are just reading other horror? Are you reading what are you reading? And I thought a good discussion would be Dune, because I actually read Dune. I'd read the first four books a couple of years ago, and then, you know, life happens. So I stopped. Yes. Right. The the brief explanation of life, the, the good old excuse, life happens, <laughs> which is usually the worst I, excuse. <laughs> but um, honestly, that's just the damn truth when it comes down to it, books five and six. Yeah. are
2: the step extra.
0: Yeah. You are correct about that. You are correct one about
2: One does that. not have to take.
3: Yeah. If, if you one cannot chooses get enough of true. it, keep take. going with it. But, but then as what we're ha- experiencing right now, we just recorded our episode on Heretics of Dune. Oh, wow. It is the most just old man horny thing I think I've ever encountered.
2: <laughs> but that's what's the pleasure of Heretics is that you don't understand how much it's about literally wet ass vagina is about wet vagina not even joking like they talk about how wet they get
0: yes you're right there's no there's no dispute there's no dispute but i mean there basically here's a story there was there was a pandemic i don't know if you heard about this Mm. and so i figured hey i don't have a wife i I don't have a girlfriend right now so perfect i can read dune over the winter in chicago it's it's for you dude Exactly. I checked off two (laughs) of the demographics. So from October to December, I actually did it. I read all of the uh, Frank Herbert Dune novels, all six of them. And what was amazing was I figured, okay, I'm ready to go now. I'm ready to talk about this thing. I'm ready to go. In the interim, I think I've read 20 books in the last five months. Wow. And as you two know, well, you're actually in it. So it's hard to explain. Maybe for Holden, you're in it right now. You think you know everything about Dune. Yeah, because you're living in it. But I assure you, once you step outside, now there's exceptions like Henry. But once you step outside, (laughs) and you realize, oh, there's so much more information I have to absorb in my brain. I have to let some things go. You're gonna end up in my same boat. But what I want to say about your podcast, which is really good, (laughs) is I started listening to your podcast, and it all came flooding back. Hell yeah! All the jokes came flooding back so it's going to be the with persistent me memory dude is yeah there, you took a, a little memory from
3: that from the, spice oh yeah and uh it it, it it all comes flooding in
2: well i'll it's speak true. for holden for a second and myself we both Don't also do for me man i will do what needs <laughs> to be done at the time plans within plans within plans. i spend my life cramming my head with information for last mm. podcast same thing True. he does with wizbrew every day a new load of bullshit has to come in and do i lose important things like the birthday of my niece yes but what i do you get know. though is the barnacles of all of this information they grow and they grow and they grow when it, with dune you start to talk Dune, and yes. understand the world of dune it's like being inside of it it's like when i used to have a uh, i used to keep Uh, L. Ron Hubbard tapes in my car, because I used to love to listen to him talk. And you can begin to understand the gobbledygook he says, the longer you listen to it, because you kind of start to pick up terms of phrase, Mm -hmm. what he does, what L.R.H. is calling a joke. Like when well, he like, says when something in his definition
0: laughs. of a joke is fascinating.
1: And it's so it's, well, it's also monster driven too. I feel like in Dune, it's like, oh, fear is the mind killer, the spice, the folding space and time. I mean, it's like Herbert builds his own language in it too, which I think is like pretty applicable. Like fear is the mind killer to me is like pretty applicable term to most things in it's universal. Our life as well. Yeah. But yeah they, I, oh, yes. If I think the, the other of you, side of
3: that oh, though, is it takes like, I always tell people who are struggling with it. I'm like, give it like, unfortunately, give it like 200 pages.
2: You gotta
0: and run. Baby, yeah. You gotta yeah. really kind of well, like push through. That's my next question. So the two of you, here's the here's the the question here. How would you describe Dune to people who are not familiar with it, who have never saw the David Lynch movie, who who don't know who Timothy Chalamet is, who have not seen the trailer? How would you pitch Dune um, to somebody who maybe wants to check it out or check out something yeah. else in sci-fi? I saw one meme that said it's Star
2: Wars for goths.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's and a next. lot of tight black suits. <laughs>
2: There is. It is a highly emotional Star Wars. It's psychedelic. It's a lot more psychedelic than you think it would be.
0: Yes. But oh, God, yeah. Dune
2: One, Dune One, is just a straight up fantasy action like book. It really is. It's yeah pretty like it's more complicated than maybe it needs to be on at first blush, but it is about a young boy who is Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. Neo who needs to uh, ascend to his potential. Like he becomes, they know that he's supposed to be a superhero who saves everybody. And that's kind of what it is. Like you've got these cool ass uh, desert people, like the Fremen that he works with. It's kind of a combination. If like, if Ewoks could kick ass. It's like Ewoks them. and Tusken well, Raiders or you something. You know what's funny? I, we talked yeah, about yeah. the
0: Ewoks in some other podcasts I'm on, the, the Halloween Eats podcast. I got to defend the Ewoks here. People do. <laughs> The, the movie Return of the Jedi ends with them playing drums on the skulls of, of stormtroopers. Right, They're murderers. I, I choose yeah. to believe that there are skulls in there, and they were going to burn everybody alive beneath them, so look, they know their way around the forest. <laughs> they're not just cute. Yeah, yeah.
3: No, they're <laughs> murderers. They're warriors.
1: Mm.
0: But
3: Yeah. I would say I think a big no seller frenum. for a big seller for me if I were if I were talking to someone like me is I think it also does this great thing that I think I'm actually wearing the shirt of it but that my favorite anime Neon Genesis Evangelion kind of does where it starts off this is like this is the thing serving it up right up to you that you want this is your big in, in Neon Genesis's case it's big, big mecha and anime and in Dune it's like big hero epic sci-fi yeah star wars you love it this is more of that and then after that first book oh this is actually that was like almost a trick and this is really about all this other mind-numbing shit religion yeah
2: psychedelic
3: warfare uh, power yeah
2: um love of mm. family it, it, it's got a it's a very very deep story and i think when i first discovered it i think that's really it was the surprise is what got me addicted it was the this is a pretty straight up sci-fi action adventure in the first that's book and sucks then you in, yeah the the world of dune got me it's the yeah. side characters that got me it's the mentats uh pitter got me baron harkonnen what a great, yeah, great villain. villain he got me like and then the second book has the guild navigators like the people mm. inside the tanks that all have become oh, like the aquatic. Out. Uh, yeah. Giant They're great. Things. Like there's something about the world of it, the Benny Jesserit I was really excited about it. I think maybe because I'm half a sub, like the idea of super powerful <laughs> warrior women. I love the concept of it. My wife is almost six feet tall it's in there. For a reason, like it, the, all of those things, kind of, like, I got attracted to because it's stuff I really, okay, really like. Likes
3: the, Henry just likes the books that he wants to get beaten by a woman, but I'm here to say this <laughs> with the books. I,
2: for, yeah, with for big, the books I mean,
1: themselves. You uh, take that
3: emperor and just, yeah, well,
1: <laughs> head, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big one.
2: But I, I think, mean, that like, emperor just fucking sealed the deal, dude. But that like, was the winner
1: for me. Too. That's my favorite.
3: Yeah, that's
2: yeah. That's my favorite same. Yeah. I think
3: I yeah. I and that's what's great about it. It's like you I, you said it initially, and I didn't believe you, but I now believe you, Henry. Like you really do have to earn God Emperor. You get through those first three books that are great and totally entertaining in their own right, but God Emperor just does something on. I think another takes the whole thing on another level, and it's yeah, going special. back to Neon Genesis Evangelion, it was it's like halfway through that, it's like oh, this isn't about mech battles against giant monsters anymore even though that's badass and cool as shit this is about fuck all that this is about something way deeper than that and then after that first book you it's you go into dune messiah and i loved reading how pissed off the general public was about dune messiah because they were like like i want more of this fucking hero epic shit that you served up so well and instead um it was like actually this guy sucks or actually this guy let it get away from him and it's bad to be the hero and and it's bad to do all this stuff and i love that kind of any, I love doing that in any kind of form uh, in terms of it. Every,
2: sh- every show that does the anti-hero shit now and act like they invented it. Like, oh, exactly. whoa, the bad superheroes. Like, the like. I'm not talking too much specific mess, but it's like they've been doing this shit since 1965.
0: And by anyway. the way, and they think they're doing the anti-hero. But here's the thing. I think Henry mentioned it in one of your episodes for the podcast. While there are definitely villains in this, unquestionably, you know, there's no really any heroes
2: Mm-hmm. Like the no. heroes
0: are definitely flawed and in some cases become straight up villains. yeah they are and that's more the most flawed. Fascinating. In,
2: I really do think that's such a human the human book and that's Wait. what Frank Herbert of all of them, even though we did a research into the man himself, the man himself was not a very empathetic human being but mm. it's interesting how he used it in his books to create very nuanced characters. His characters have a lot of wants and needs and they conflict all the time when it's
1: weird too, because I feel like, cause he even said, I think, Oh, if there's anything to take away from my books, it's beware of the hero, beware the hero narrative. Yeah. Then at the same time, by the time we get to God Emperor, especially in spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't gotten there yet, <laughs> but they, you get there and then you see the flaws in that, but then he still lets the hero interrogate his own flaws and still kind of do the right thing at the end i mean that's debatable i guess given what happens
3: in the other books yeah, spoiler but- alert, giant worm god guy uh just a little spoiler there <laughs> i don't, way, I don't know what to
0: tell you but even if you say that people still yeah, don't understand exactly. what that could possibly yeah, exactly. mean until right. they read it you know there's yeah, no exactly. way to describe the whole thing
2: but, but I, I endlessly i fucking i believed in the god emperor there was a part of it mm. that, like, the idea of his struggle like trying to explain to people like it's my burden to be God, mm-hmm. like having all of doing all of this. I got rid of my humanity. I mm-hmm. sacrificed my humanity in order to make sure humankind could continue to exist. Because he knows and, that
1: from when he's like a little kid, right? I mean, because yes. of the yeah, yeah, the, um, because it's
2: him book. as eight years old yeah. drawing in the sand saying my skin is not my own. Like he was all he already knew it because he was looking in the past at the visions of his own father's. Nah,
3: here we go. Now,
2: we and, keep and going. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, please, please. Told him that he would need to become this worm man to fix, quote unquote, everything, but they will hate you because of it. Because so here's he- a
3: little thing, by the way, and a tip for if you have a co-host like this, I always keep a cup of water <laughs> at my desk, and whenever he starts getting wound up like this, I just, mm-hmm. I give him the water. I give him the water, and it You just start splashing it on your face
0: a little bit to make sure it's, it's, <laughs> it's really catching, it's really catching yeah. that
3: exactly Painting
2: my segments
1: <laughs> do you mean you like spray him with a bottle to, yeah. to silence him or more like, like oh cat. here's some yeah, water yeah. keep going,
3: ah. keep going. Ah. splash him trying yeah. to just drink ah. him
1: it's a, it's a zoom zap out. is what we call yeah, it yeah. it's a zoom zap hey he water goes, kills physical, does, so. water kills the uh that's what kills the sandworms too yeah, right? that's the
2: problem he, man he's trying yeah. to separate me man <laughs> i'm the divided god bro
3: it keeps trying to make me take, quote-unquote, spice, which I think is just cocaine, color-dyed blue. Like they have the whole scene cocaine. in God
2: Emperor. <laughs> when God Emperor unveils his little succulent, like he has like a little uh, suck oh, tube, yeah, yeah. Gotta, and then yeah. she's got to go in there. Like, I try to do that it to him with just tendrils. my straight-up breast, but I don't... Yeah. I ain't I making take, milk, But man. I didn't latch, did
3: I, Henry? I didn't latch.
0: <laughs> Your way the to the travel again, that's the first thing you're going to do. The first thing you're going to do, you're going to put aside the hellos and just go right to it. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Have this milk. Get right at have it. That. have it. this take milk.
1: It. Henry, how far? I, I know, Holden, you're still kind of in the in the tail end of it. Henry, have you gone, like, to Frank Herbert's sons, all, like, you know, Hunters of Dune and Sandworms and all the stuff beyond that? I haven't, but or, I've done two of them, but I haven't done, like, House Harkonnen or trees or anything like that.
2: I, I read... I want to say I read seven in high hmm. school when I first read all of them, but it's been a very long time since I looked at it. I got to speak to Brian Herbert oh, a shit. little bit, which was pretty sweet. But Brian Herbert, again, is just also, he remembers all of it, every detail. He remembers every single thing. He's got yeah. the same thing like his dad has, like the, the ironclad memory. Uh, but no, I haven't read the rest of the prequels because, to be honest, this is now re- reading five for me of the whole series. Mm. And the just the main series is still so complicated to me. Yeah. And still like I still feel like I'm learning from the first four books that the rest of it I know I'm excited to see. Frank Herbert's other ideas in action. I know that I will eventually read them because I am really cu- curious about the Butlerian Jihad, and I am really curious about what actually happens on x and I am really curious about uh Duke Leto, like any sort of that pre-do- prequel shit. I think was really cool. It was really cool. I just I'm not into the sequel stuff because it doesn't matter as much to me. I need my yeah. Paul. <laughs> Where's Paul? Like, I want my Paul. Paul, where is he? I want my Paul. Paul. I need my Lido. Like I, I will. Well,
3: Brady. I will say this. I think even later today, I'm going to pick up on uh, uh, through Comicsology the Dune graphic novel. Supposed to uh, the hmm. Dune House Atreides someone on Twitter hit us up about it and I was like oh no shit and because uh, we're actually just about, about to explore like the rest of the Dune media as we close out our series oh, nice. So, nice. and that's going to be the films the you know Jodorowsky's Dune uh, which is like uh, one of my favorite documentaries the period. great thing but, about
0: that documentary is yeah. that you don't have to know anything about Dune nothing and it's he did a really
3: fascination
0: so and he, in fact he didn't and the only thing he, I would say is if you've ever <laughs>
3: yeah. tried to make anything like any work of of art or whatever produce something you're gonna love Jodorowsky's Dune because it is just about how crazy the process can be to get a group of people together and like make something special and how that can just get you know completely fucked uh, just the side
2: it, uh, avenue too of that he accidentally invented the summer blockbuster yeah, concept yeah. is Jodorowsky <laughs> of all people but you also this reading this reading, too, made me realize just how deeply inaccurate the David Lynch's Dune
0: is, too. What a transition, because I would like to talk about this, because I <laughs> did grow up watching the Dune movie. Me, too. And I don't know if you've heard the stories. My parents would tell me that when they went to go see Dune in theaters, oh they were God. given cards explaining certain definitions. And I think my dad still has that card in something That's somewhere. awesome. It was That's like a so base, cool. the size of a baseball card. And even with that, they still have to have that tacked on opening narration for three minutes that nobody will ever remember (laughs) once the movie starts. Honey. So David Lynch also the movie. What do you think about the movie, Henry? As somebody who loves the books, what's your story on the movie? What do you think? This is your thing.
2: I am a total, complete fan of Dude. And David Lynch. And also an unapologetic Dave Lynch super fan. Love Dave Lynch. I like it even, I like him even at his most
1: difficult. Inland Empire, David Lynch, and and all that, yeah.
2: All of it. Anything, I love it. I love the fact that he, remember in the new, I don't know if you saw Twin Peaks 3, when that scene where the dude sweeps for five minutes? I was, that's my aesthetic.
0: That's my aesthetic, I I loved it. I I
2: loved it. it. David Lynch's Dune, however, (laughs) does have some tonal missteps. (laughs)
1: Yeah, was- I think it's in the tone more than the narrative actually cuz the well, events you- all happen but it's it's how they're framed though it feels weird to me. He
2: mixes some of 1 and 2, a little bit of 3, he throws in there. He obviously did his work. I know Frank Herbert did work on the screenplay with him. Mm-hmm. They did go he was involved. David he was very proud of that. David Lynch though to this day has denounced Dune. He will not talk about it. I know. I got did you see the new bio? Did you read the David Lynch? You just had this. Like, I drink. haven't read it actually. No, I haven't. It's fucking awesome. It's the most deep look he's ever gone into like openly about his own life because David Lynch likes keeping the mystery. But I, so I was like flipping through. It was like, ooh, Dune chapter. The Dune chapter is one page. And he says, I, I will like not it. even go into the process of oh, making man. Dune but, and how much it upset uh, him because he just, he wasn't the right guy for the job but he nailed all the aesthetic Yeah, where it's like you look at the yeah. new dune movie and even though i'm certain the new dune movie is going to be good it's still like everything's fucking brown and tan and gray it's a little like, dark yeah i want some colors duke leto his colors are fucking green like he shows up in green the fuck everybody else has got like wild colors on i just missed some of that a little bit well i'm hoping that
0: what we saw in that in, in those trailers i'm hoping they're more of teaser trailers right because it seems like a lot of people are battle ready in those trailers for the new movie i'm I'm hoping that's the case and i'm hoping that there's gonna be a little bit more color because yeah like you said for all the flaws that lynch's dune has when i was reading the books i could see the events from the movie like i could see these characters and the look and everything even though i would say the movie gets a little grosser in some aspects, with certain characters, I, the Guild um,
2: Navigator is the best thing <laughs> on the face of the planet. Yeah. The Guild Navigator, he nails it. Brad Dourif as oh. Peter,
0: Petter,
1: yeah.
2: I can't. Oh, that's the well, and also too, cause the Guild gosh.
1: Navigator is like one of the first things you see in the movie. I mean, even as a little kid, I, I remember being very stricken by that struck in, Stricken, stricken, strike. I don't strike know. Stricken. Yeah. Struck also, they said
2: <laughs> yeah. the fucking even in Dune Messiah they didn't do it. They did. He doesn't put that much stank on it in Dune Messiah. No. David Lynch made those things super creepy. Yeah. And I love it. His little butthole
1: mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, always love a good butthole mouth on, on an alien. Oh, Holden, what about yeah. you? Are are you a fan of David Lynch's Dune?
3: i remember i was at uh, governor's <laughs> camp i believe it was called like no governor's school it was this summer camp that sounds horrible but it was actually Jesus. amazing let's go
0: to the governor's we to school, governor's governor's camp. school. <laughs> you had an audition <laughs> for it. it ended
3: up being this really cool thing i was like what is this it ended up being this really cool thing where it was like you were on this camp you were like a high school kid but you were on a campus and they kind of treated you like a college kid hmm. and it was this really cool thing but i remember i also i found somebody who had the weed right and the weed was honestly they shouldn't find. have
2: treated you like a college a college kid because there are a lot of stuff you can legally do with a college kid that you can't do with that's ice.
3: true well we they kept them away <laughs> yeah. we were in a little bubble in this little bubble on <sighs> campus weed, um weed. uh winston salem i found some weed i managed to get a hold of some weed this is back when like weed was like acid when you did it you oh, were like, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. like
1: <laughs> it <laughs> fucking the was so
3: mi- mind expanding and i remember we didn't watch that's my first viewing of david lynch's dune was at this summer camp way too high to be there i would i'm lucky i didn't get in trouble or caught and um i just remember being just like white knuckle gripping the bed i was laying on watching this thing being like
2: what the fuck is this that's the best way to be though i just yeah, don't ever get better scared when i'm high man i yeah. like my tolerance is too strong now i miss like yeah. when you could smoke just one single reefer stick and it's like
3: man, i just feel wiped I'm out fucking- now yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, just I'm just tired tired I'm so tired Well, it's all crazy out here in L.A. Now now I'm on this weird regimen. I'm on like a cocktail of different ways of intaking weed and whatever. Hell yeah, dude. This is all just to say that was the best viewing of it. Honestly, I'd say anybody like if you are a person who smokes all the time, like give it up for about five years at least so you get back to that place. Or if you've never tried it before, I would consider if you're in considering trying it before, definitely also watch that movie for the first time. Do is the
0: best way to do it. If you're- we, <laughs> know, yeah, we would thing. never officially, officially suggest for people to do heroin, but if you're going to watch it, do heroin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're going heroin, to heroin, heroin, you know? definitely yeah. do it with Sli- dates. No one <laughs> talks about how great heroin up. is. Like- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's-, it's kind of underrated now, I feel. Yeah. I feel like people don't talk about it. Yeah, Something man. else about the movie I always found to be fascinating in terms of tone is the fact that, and this is not necessarily a shot fired. Toto did the score to Doom. Yes, yes, they uh, did. Toto, best known for the song Africa. Africa. Yep. Which has hold, now become hold the essentially line. Essentially a meme. Yeah. Hold the
3: line. Hold the line. Oh, is that a? Is that a? Um,
2: hold the line. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, hold the
3: line. I you trying to saying, make a the reference line. to, the, to nope. Wall Street the bets th- or whatever.
1: No, no. And all I thought you think saying, hold, hold the line. I like their session work with Steely Dan. Uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, hold the it. line. I thought you were trying I to give me to the buy other dog
3: coin. Yeah, I thought you were trying to sell me a non-fungible
2: token. Rose. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I tell you to sell. I tell you to sell. We sold all of our stock. Toto understood that maybe their fingers and their hands were limited, but their hearts forever and that they could put the feeling of dune i, I st- this is what i'm saying with the dune film this is how much of an apologist i am for a both that aesthetically on all levels i think it's a massive hit i think that dune if you show it in the background of a party with oh, no yeah. with um, on mute that's the best way to see it if it's he- the
0: ultimate movie where you're gonna get the what is this
2: like, what the fuck During is the that?
0: party, what are you watching? It's gonna be one of those experiences, which is great. Also, yeah. they
2: nail the scene of being like, what's in the box, pain. Is <laughs> that's the best version of <laughs> that yeah, too? Yeah, well, yeah. it's
0: the best whisper acting on Kyle McLaughlin's part that you'll ever hear. The, oh, the yeah, best so, inner yeah, monologue myself. stuff going on.
2: I mean, he honestly as a young boy.
3: Lynch should should have done or should still do God Emperor, and that's about it, right? Oh like that's a good like oh Lynch movie, yeah, right? He's the, the only first one. Movie, the first movie, should be what is this movie is probably going to be, which is just a very by the numbers epic hero action story. movie. It's gonna be action, action film and everything else what i'm excited to see and i'm i don't know why i'm saying i'm excited like they're actually gonna do this what would be cool to see is if they put this movie out everybody's like dude now it's about dude fuck the mcu it's dune season and then they put they actually put out a faithful dude messiah
0: they'll uh, never do adaptation. it this, this would is, be well, that so is a great fun. tradition yeah, when it's nice. I, yeah. think about Go this think about this we saw the reaction to luke skywalker in the last jedi Sure. People, people lumped could, it. Pe- no, but then people also were people just they couldn't it. believe he he had been he became a, re- a recluse and he was no longer this energetic, happy action hero anymore. Can you imagine? Right. What will happen to all the Timothy Chalamet fans? Right. Who are the just worshiping Chalamet? And Timothee. what will they do when they see what happens to Paul Atreides in the next couple of books? Like, what how will they react they- to that?
2: They just don't understand that Timothy's actual bass mode <laughs> is moping. Dude, like that's, that's that him at his base. Yeah. Is going, oh, well, dude. Oh, could you imagine though? No. No,
3: what if they did like a hardcore emo throwback soundtrack? It was just
1: it, like, oh, that'd
0: be awesome. who's
2: <laughs> my mind if they did it in the same tone as like the Crow. Oh <laughs> yeah, wow, look, and it's all more- like.
0: <laughs> if we get like taking back Sunday in the next trailer, yeah, right, like Thursday, oh, do, you, like, do you like Thursday? Yes, Paris and Flames, or it's something. like yeah, yeah. Dash, dashboard confessional shows up at the end. Come on, just for sure. <laughs> That's a yeah, yeah.
2: But dude, you can ramp up the if I was gonna do a Dune Messiah movie, you could ramp up the assassination plot. Mm-hmm. You can still have the trippy moon falls from the sky sequence where he sits and he trips walls. You do that. fuck, if you want to do make it a make a laser light show, I think less and less movies are doing more of a let's toss some fucking visuals on the screen and let people roll around And Did, I feel like that could maybe be ripe for it. Do you guys think
1: that it's going to do, because I, I it's it's always weird to me to remind myself that Dune is, I, I think for at least for a while was the best selling science fiction novel ever i think it still is but it, it's weird to me I, I i also kind of can't picture dune being some blockbuster movie yeah, even with yeah. this version like because it's not star wars it's not lord of the rings I, what do you guys think though i don't know because i keep wondering if that's the,
3: no i feel the, the Lynch, same way i think the first he, book can be that it's just after that it's like it still just not goes... though
2: because the both of the books are all of the books are about these characters inner lives yeah so every one of these books are Good like point. I told him, I showed him in my face that That's I up. was believing him, but I gave the secret hand signals of the Caledonian arm guard that could, could see to bring <laughs> the arms to There's me. There's a lot of look, dialogue. It's a, a lot lot of, dialogue. And it's a lot of, oh. of
3: chess dialogue. It's a lot of like, he's going to do this, so I'm going to mm. do this. But oh. without giving
0: spoilers, the first movie apparently is only half of the first book. So that they was are the other really day, I'm like, depending on this to, to, to hit, obviously.
2: I bet you they are going from... It, they must be dividing it from when he goes to Leot Keynes. And if that's what I imagine is that that's where it divides. And then the next episode, the next movie is him training with the Fremen yes, and then I going to attack yep. mm-hmm. the Imperium. I, I can't imagine mm-hmm. it otherwise, because otherwise like unless they're packing it all together, but they could spend a long time because now you got real people playing Duke Lado. You got Rebecca Ferguson. You got a lot of scene chewers well, in there. think about
0: the, the casting in terms, okay, they realize they've got Dune this kind of mm-hmm. dense, not dense, but like it's really deep, heavy theme book. You know, it's not just your, not to insult other franchise films. Well, I love Star names. Wars. And, yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, I we do. like Star but, Wars. We're cool. But games. it's <laughs> genius casting. <'cause> you're getting Timothy Chalamet. Everybody loves <laughs> Timothy Chalamet now. Zendaya. Everybody loves Zendaya. Zendaya's you're gonna great. You're going to bring in you're but Ch- representatives Ch- but from the
2: Yeah, the Marvel
0: Universe, Star Wars. Cheney is a thankless part. Cheney, an awful part. I think she's going to be boosted in this movie. Yeah, they'll. I feel like they'll make some alterations. Absolutely boosted because they're also making apparently for HBO Max Dune: The Sisterhood. That makes total sense. They're really banking on this, man. That's yeah,
2: right, yeah, yeah. Heretics shows that we were talking about this in today's episode, <laughs> mm-hmm. that heretic shows that the, the BG, the Benny Jesseret are right for <laughs> premier television. Yes. Well, I've been yeah, calling yeah. them the BG, the BG just to, to stop it. It gets, saying Benny Jesseret. say
1: that after a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of but syllables. I don't
2: blame you. It is made for like premier television. It
0: is busty women <laughs> fighting.
2: That's like, really it,
0: those last two books. It, that is it. I mean, the last two books when you think about it, really just focus on the women. It, it becomes all about it's, them over time.
2: And we say that somehow, cause I don't think Frank Herbert um, did it on purpose in any way, shape no, or form, no. but they're very feminist. Like yeah. it is a it, front and center. Women are all the most important characters. The men are there at the behest of the women. There are, they are they're both their slaves and their victims and the, it's women fighting women. It's sweet. I, that's what I do like about that. I'm very, I really hope that the sisterhood book will show how strong the benny jesserit are so yeah throughout it's, all of so these it's books
3: the, really the last episode and probably the next one's just been awful for me because it's just watching henry get all sexually worked up <laughs> i'm trying to just do a professional <laughs> podcast i don't know what's going on i try to just close my eyes i'm hearing noises i don't think are
0: natural
3: that oh, uh man. you know from the other side these of the women room. are
0: in charge <laughs> <laughs> heretic Zabrowski over here i mean this oh. is getting intense just oh, And do. it's so
3: it's- gross, too, because it's like him and Frank are really having sex in these situations, but he's trying to act <laughs> like it's the buffer book of women's <laughs> sexual enslavement that he's using. But really, he's just sort of making love with his favorite author in this scenario because it's that it man's is weird words that- that's getting yeah. you riled up.
2: It's weird that Frank Herbert's descriptions of boobies yes. make me, like, horny. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's like a, it's more of like a, what those, what those penthouse. What were they called? Letters. Oh, letters. Yeah, yeah. All letters. yeah, yeah it's yeah. really oh, yeah. what this has become. Remo
2: 80s for material, Henry. You know. Exactly. If you look yeah. at Frank Herbert, too, that is the author of Every Penthouse. So, all I've really was, so, in starting <laughs> a the series, photos. to go back to the
3: beginning, I said I wanted to understand Henry more. I didn't mm. know that that would mean just essentially that he wants to become a sex slave for some sort of Amazonian built woman. You know what I mean? That was what I be got into the this. The male
2: sport. advisor. He thinks
3: he's the loneliest worm in the universe, and also he wants some sort of domination scenario by a space witch. Well, it all I, I didn't sign up for this. Is all I'm trying to say. It
0: culminated with the Dune climax, uh, appropriately enough. Climax. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. So, yes. wait. So, you guys are you literally about to record the second part of the final book, or have you already done? that? Are you done? Recording? So we have. We got a, two episodes left two episodes. to record.
3: Yeah, we're gonna do an episode on Chapter House and mm. just kind of. Basically do a roundup of all the other written works, like brief synopses, just to give a shout-out, essentially, and, and talk about the, those those pieces. And then an episode on just the meat, everything we were just talking about, the Lynch Dune, the new Dune movie, the weird... The miniseries. We
0: mini
2: didn't bring series. this up, but the sci-fi series. Yeah, the miniseries. Yeah, yeah with
0: William Hurt, James good. McAvoy. Yeah. James
2: kind of... McAvoy was inspired casting as leader, yeah. too. I think yeah. that he does a good job in it, but still... Where's my God Emperor?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: No, that's Where the one I'm judging
0: to get to. They need those yeah. they were like, we gotta go with Battlestar Galactica instead. That was the choice they made. It was either God Emperor yeah. of Dune, yes. the, the yeah. impenetrable yeah. God Emperor of Dune for mainstream audiences, <laughs> or Battlestar Reboot. Okay, well we'll just test out Battlestar. <laughs> Let's see what that I happens. do think
2: Children that of Dune, though,
3: will be a great if they can it's just how do you get over the Messiah hurdle? But it, I think Children of Dune's also a big epic like crazy blockbuster well, in its own him. right it, it, potentially.
2: You've you've never seen the miniseries, correct? No, I don't you know. and I, I are sitting be. and watching it because we yeah, have yeah. I have the watching that with you. <laughs> you'll watch it because Dune one, the first one ties in Dune Messiah and they do a vaguely good job. Yeah, well, because Messiah is such of a Dune, sh- it's a shorter short
1: book. book, right? Then yeah, because yeah, three Much yeah three shorter. just lengthwise feels like a, a heftier kind of uh kind of epic.
2: Three Versace, we kind yes, of now measure it it seems to be Frank Herbert skips books when he wants to add plot. So it's like Dune 1's got a lot of plot and religion ideas in it, like in philosophy and shit, but it's a pretty good mixture of the two. Dune Messiah is, there is no plot. It is all philosophy except for there's 50 pages of plot in the front and there's 50 pages of plot in the end. Children of Dune yeah. is all soap opera. Oh
0: God. Like back and families forth. Families and mm-hmm. yes. Betrayal. It's really, families, it's yes.
2: really, really intense. God Emperor. All philosophy, yeah, no plot.
0: Yeah. How do you Almost possibly no describe God Emperor? It, it's hard to describe is, some of this other stuff.
2: The only way I could, I, the way I wrap my brain around God Emperor this time is that it's really, a. I think I w- I want to say it all happens within his last year. And it yeah, is just, right. the book is divided in half with his mm-hmm. the decennial peregration, peregrination, where they do the walk from the Citadel to own the Celebration City where everybody can look at him because that's Celebrate what they do every Station, 10 years. Yeah. Yes. And then go and it goes too, yeah. to his wedding day. And then everything else happens on his wedding day. Well,
3: I think this is a big eye opener. This is something that I, in hindsight, I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense that I would maybe tell people. Originally, it was supposed to take place entirely in the first person from the perspective of the God Emperor. Hmm. So, And then he ended up changing that for various reasons. But I think knowing that going back to it, you're like, oh, this is like a ponderance f- of a book. Like less than a yes, like I think he uh, realized yeah, he had bruh. to bring
0: Duncan Idaho back one more time. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> <What> <laughs> which yeah. more
0: times or five.
3: And, more and times. again and again
2: in the next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You'll, uh,
1: yeah. Read Hunters of Dune and Sandworms. You'll uh, well, that's all I'll say about that.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> well,
1: my own. What, nice.
2: what is the name of that book? Where it's called Confessions of a. It's somebody the guy who did Brothers Karamazov. Oh, God.
0: Um, um, isn't that Fiat or uh, God? Yeah. Not, uh, not Dostoevsky uh, Dostoevsky? Dostoevsky? Dostoevsky. It Dostoevsky. is Dostoevsky? It okay, is okay, Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky. Okay, yeah. okay.
2: Yeah. Confession of a Dostoevsky did a book called Confessions of a Goddamn
3: God. Of a shop. It.
2: No, it's not that one. But there is a book. That Confession is and
3: the Plan of the Life of a Great Something. Oh my God. Life I of a Great Sinner.
2: To Die it is a first-person book that is all from—I've read this book when I was in, a kid, but it's all from the perspective of a guy you don't like. It sounds like that's what he was trying to do with God Emperor, where he was trying to create, like, try to empathize
0: with the God Emperor. Like, attempt to— Well, that's the challenge of even the earlier sequels, is how, because especially with Paul, whom we absolutely sympathize with and we, we love and everything else— but this How time, do we stay Paul's with that? kind.
2: Paul's fucking complains the whole time, and then Paul also <laughs> he chains himself to prescience. He is the one that decides that this is a burden, that this is what I need to do. I, like, fun reading this time. I was just been like, he is not. He doesn't become a martyr. He makes himself a martyr immediately, being like, they've saddled me with this. Yeah, we well, have a messiah complex be, it, almost.
0: I mean, that's oh yeah, 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 definitely. definitely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. some of this brought upon him by, you know, the Benny Jester constantly referring to him as something special. I think that's also a little bit of his uh, his mother's fault, his father's fault. You know what? It takes a village. And I think I tell that tell you that, what, it's true.
2: Hope. And they how hope. many of us fucking, uh, you know, we were, what's its butts? We went to gifted classes and stuff. And then you Absolutely. find out that life's a lot harder than what was in the gifted classes. And they say you have all this potential. But it turns out it's actually fucking crushing.
0: The minute you leave middle school. Well, I'm not sure about the three of you, but when I was in third grade, I was told I was the Kwisatz Haderach. So, I mean,
2: (laughs) that's a special, I mean, in the end, it's kind of nice to have somebody
0: care. I have my own golden path set ahead of me here. Well, let's talk a little bit about, let me check the notes here, Stephen King. Uh, Stephen King, (laughs) I guess the biggest comp you can make with Dune would be his own saga, the Dark Tower saga, but they're very different. Because the Dark Tower Well we Tower- even
3: talked about a future yeah. potential deep dive on on oh, Dark Tower actually. One of so those- no, I would say for our for our sake, I mean that that is in the same realm of of thought, I feel like. I'm
2: also the- a Dark Tower dude. So I've read yeah. Dark Tower several times. I would go as far as to say originally, I mean truly, the Gunslinger was my favorite first book. Hmm. It's the only reason why I mean they're very different just because Frank Herbert in his mind, he said that the first four books of Dune were going to save the world. Like, he thought that oh, everyone oh, wow. legitimately thought that you could learn whatever it is you need to learn about power, love, mystery, and religion from the first four books of Dune. And the dangers I, within. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think that Stephen King just likes to write books. And oh, yeah. then when he
0: <laughs> he right. loves no, fiction,
2: like, yeah. he got hit by that van, and then he had to finish Dark Tower.
0: Yeah, he realized then yeah. we, there was no more time to mess around. But the, biggest, King- the biggest difference would be, right, because Dune, when you really think about it, you could stop reading Dune after every book. Like, sure. you know, that's the yeah. way it's structured, right? But the Dark Tower is all, it's like a bunch of stories leading to a conclusion. That he yes. has to get through. Yeah. Well, and also too, Stephen King's not,
1: which is funny because he spoiler alert for anyone has or the gunslinger, you know, he technically kills a kid in the in the first book. He, he kills a whole yeah. village of people. But it's, it's the weird. Best. He, he, oh, I love it. So good. But even, even with that, with Roland committing these pretty heinous acts in the first book, I feel like Stephen King is never questioning Roland as a hero. He's maybe questioning the quest a little bit, like the, you know, oh, should he pursue the tower? But he's not questioning the idea that Roland is correct and that Roland is a good person, you know what I mean even even though he is kind of an anti-hero which is weird because I feel like Dune actually frames Paul Atreides maybe in a little bit more positive of a light in the first book than King frames Roland if that makes sense like I, I just don't think King, and this isn't enough because I love the Dark Tower but I, I don't think King is tackling his characters with the kind of moral nuance that that Herbert is despite him him killing kids and all this stuff I don't know do you
2: guys agree with that or, or do you think he is questioning Roland a little I, bit I think that the Roland is a Roland, the character doesn't know that he is a pure hero. But he is. He yes. himself believes himself to be an anti-hero that he's not that good of a guy because of what happened with him and his his buddies book 4, right? Mm-hmm. All that mm-hmm. kind of shit where he's always felt flawed since his the people he essentially loved the most he sacrifices and then he believes that anybody who gets close to him dies. So he doesn't get close to anybody anymore and he lives for just he just kind of is an errant knight where he just does whatever for money and he doesn't want to subscribe to any big moral quest because he uh, he himself doubts his ability to rise to the occasion. Yeah. That's kind of how I view that. Where in Dune, Paul's just a kid. Yeah, and yep. so I think he does a really good uh, job. Of uh, Frank Herbert shows that like a, kids, well, you want to believe, you know, like I mean, kids are are good or whatever, or kids can be bad. But for the most part, kids like most humans, especially honestly, especially kids are neutral. Where he is probably a little bit more self-involved than he would be when he, if he was 21 years old. The book starts with him as 15 years old. He's a little kid. He uh, he's a young teenager, young man. He is very self-involved rich boy that mm-hmm. is trained uh, at the highest abilities he's timothy chamelay but in a book like where he is born with a fucking silver spoon in his mouth who has nothing but potential and this very hard job gets put on him Mm -hmm. uh i view that's why frank herbert though has somebody like duke leto duke leto to me is a pure hero that oh, yeah. was a but he also shows is the I always say he's the he's Ned verdant.
0: Stark. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He's just oh, a, he's, he's the lamb the for the slaughter. I'm sure George R.R. Martin was thinking of that too. He's I trying to think sure. <laughs> Duke Leto is <laughs>
1: trying to operate in a system. He's trying to he's operating within rules in a system that doesn't follow the rules, which is very yeah. similar to Ned Stark. Or rather, yes. Ned Stark's yeah. very similar to that. Yeah, for sure. Yep.
0: Totally. Well and then you've got to, to go back to the Roland thing, right? The antihero, he's ultimately the reluctant hero.
2: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. yeah it's a like Paul, of Paul which Paul is
3: too. And Lido 2 is too in a lot of ways as well. But at
2: the same time though, Paul still jumps in pretty hard to the quest. Paul doesn't do the annoying thing that I hate. And that's why I've just stopped watching superhero movies. I hate when it's like the superhero is like, I'm not going to be a superhero anymore. The responsibility
0: of it all. It's like, I know you're going to be the superhero.
2: Just fucking do Do it it, already. Just get to the bullshit. Where it's like, Paul, it's more that he's dragged in. But I wonder if that is more about Frank Herbert talking about fate. But fate is constantly questioned in Dune. Like this idea of like, do you make your own fate? Or is a fate a thing you're locked into? Paul tried to say with his life that fate is a thing you're locked into. Or that he is, and he's making the sacrifice of, I'm locking myself into a preordained future so that everybody else can be free. Well, that's something that
0: even his own father from page one subscribed to, that fate was locked in. That He knew his doom was impending, and he was just kind of like... "Yep." Okay, let's uh, see
3: what
2: happens.
0: Yeah, now, let's you know? do that's this. actually
3: really weird. Uh, and I just want to promote uh, my fan fiction where I combine the two works, and mm. it's called the Las Slinger. and oh, it is a fantastic okay. oh, work. Uh, it is really going to just... kill you. <laughs>
2: You has like never, a, just you never the pl- read Dark T- Tower. I've never read Dark Tower. You're giving your bits.
0: Gonna, ah! You're giving your bits away free to a Stephen <laughs> King podcast. You need to have. All right, if, you have to hold if, on to some of these bits. If there's Dune,
1: if there's Dune Dark Tower fan fiction, that I think I think we get a Sandworm fucking the Plaster Demon because like in the because that
2: yes, right? Is that I a would little, do yes, sure, or after, yeah. Or he goes against the villain, the the Baron Harkonnen, when he comes forward as the memory inside of Aaliyah and all he Mm -hmm. cares about watching Aaliyah orgasm from inside of her. Mm -hmm. Maybe that guy, (laughs) Aaliyah with Baron Harkonnen versus the demon
3: uh also i will be doing a fan fiction version of your <laughs> podcast ah. it's called the winner's organization
0: i love the name, and <laughs> it is
3: going to just, just be your pop. I'm just gonna listen to episodes that you do and just like do kind of a fanfic well, version we I'm only have a rival
0: for. we've got because we've got pennywise and we've got nickel stupid so <laughs> yeah yes. we've, oh. we've got that already in the bank so let me add that to our <laughs> notes here <laughs> <Fantastic. shamelessly laughs> steel on the record the winners and, uh,
3: organization yeah and yeah, yeah. uh it's <laughs>
0: fantastic stuff here all right winners Winners Org. If you ever want to talk
2: Dark Tower, I absolutely love Dark Tower as well, and it's like I think technically I've read Dark Tower more than I've read Dune. It's wow. easier to get there, I think, than than
1: Dune, it's than the easy. whole Dune series.
0: Well, it. as soon as we get to the last three books, which basically were released within, I think, like twelve months of each other, we'll we'll definitely be doing a lot more Dark Tower content, and we gotta have you back on here to talk yeah. Dark Tower. Love to. You, you, those can, you can experience my great. joke about wizards' organization. Uh, when you come back to it, So that'd be
2: great. <laughs> I will say what's weird. How do you guys feel at the end of Dark Tower that he keeps putting himself into it? Like, do you feel I, that he jumps a shark or do you like it? I, I, I love that. That's, that's the
0: thing. Yeah. I, I understand if that's when people are bail on it, but to me, that felt so insanely original and just fuck it, I'm putting my own fucking self into this book that I've been writing for 25 years. I've always been aboard that. I've always been all aboard that. And, so. and I
1: think, too, the psych, the, the cyclical nature of, of the Tower Quest, which Dune gets it's kind of similar to in the later books with, yeah, bringing back, well sorry no, no spoilers well, but, no everybody yeah. oh yeah he, like, they they go, bring, like, and stuff like that but but i think too because the, the the cyclical thing doesn't bother me because of the horn like the, the idea that okay he's bringing the horn with him this or no wait yeah, yeah he's bringing it with him right he mm-hmm. didn't have it before yes it's so like and i and, I, and like it's like justin said i think we've gotten a lot we've gotten way more into that kind of thing since then of oh we're gonna repeat the quest or everything's connected or whatever else but yeah dark tower did feel like maybe it wasn't the first to me it felt like the first book that was gonna do that and also too i henry did you read Ahead. so you read the epilogue and then king says okay stop
0: here but you read yeah past if that you want oh break. of yeah. course and and Who actually who stopped there no one i'm sure there's some yet. jerk out there that was like you know what i'm not gonna read anymore i, I like am it. done I'm you're right, right. you're done. right
2: i don't yeah. i had enough ending but no, to be man. fair the
0: original end yeah. ending of chapter house dune um there's a knock on the door and somebody enters and says oh you rang and it's frank herbert So and his son said you know what dad I think it's time to stop writing it. Do, do you just like the ending,
1: it.
2: Henry, of, uh, of uh, Dark Tower? I remember that when I read it, because the last four books I read as they came out. Yeah. And so when I remember first reading it and just going like, I, I was so excited to get book seven. And I was just like flying through it, flying through it. And then it's like those last like 25 pages. And then I was just like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, just kind of <laughs> said, they're like, well... I didn't know what I wanted from it.
0: That's the thing. I think the reread but of that ended. is better because of it. I don't know. It's yeah. ended. Yeah, it's... He it's, ended the book. It's very complicated. But listen, like I said, we're going to have to have you back on at some point yes, if you to talk more Dark Tower. Henry, Holden, we know we can find you on LP and Deep Dive's Dune exclusively on Spotify. Mm-hmm. This time. I, which Mr. Yeah, Fine, by the that. way, is somehow in the top five of the TV film section.
2: Yeah, crushing the it.
0: novels Dune. There you go. It's that's how good the books are. Fucking They're like
2: watching a good movie reading those We're books. the
0: biggest podcast on Pornhub
2: right now. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> People <laughs> are listening to the podcast and not masturbating. There's <laughs> got to be Dune porn. Like I
1: know we joked about fanfic. There's got to be Dune like like porn parodies out there. Right? There's, there's not a somewhere.
2: heck of a lot of it. There's not really, a lot of, of it. Yeah.
0: Well, maybe, I there will be some. There will be some. Especially Timothy. Do you guys want to give out any more plugs in addition to that?
3: um check out my podcast wizard and the bruiser uh if you like nerdy stuff you'll love this we do they uh, fucking do weekly they we fucking also do. deep into subjects to this, yeah. anime video games movies tv anything you ever want to know how it was made and what the deal is uh, behind the fandom explaining finding the reason behind the fandom is a lot of what it is and mm, uh okay. go check us out there my twitch channel twitch.tv forward slash i stream monday tuesday fridays is fantastic and that's about it oh and uh page seven uh slash pop history we do kind of always the thing with uh pop history we talk about pop culture stuff britney spears we got in there kesha that kind of thing and um also uh page seven is just our pop culture spew that we do with i do with henry's uh sister jackie and our other friends well, uh, jackie that's how i said what's mm-hmm. up i of will do. after the
2: uh i am um i'm at the La Brea stop on the 101 i'm selling topsoil Oh, wow. So, if anybody wants to come meet me over there, I have a truck of topsoil. I don't want to talk about how maybe I got my hands on it, but let's say it arrived into my possession and I'm trying to move this topsoil as fast as humanly possible. So, if you want to get out of your car anywhere near uh, the 101, it's you take it south or north, um, you, the La Brea stop, and I'll be there if you want to look. Well, for you know, they've always ask.
0: said about topsoil, right? You know, what they always said about topsoil. What? It's the topsoil. Hey. There you go. You said it. I said it, and it <laughs> sells itself. Henry, Holden. it sells itself. Um,
2: uh, also, uh, we got shit coming out. Oh yeah, go to twitch.tv, Last Podcast Network. We're doing a lot of stuff on Twitch too. We're experimenting. So Hell yeah, come there's see so
0: us. many different mediums to go out there now. We discovered Twitter Spaces recently for some other podcast with stuff. Twitter Spaces. Get ready. Oh it's yeah, noon. sorry. I, I couldn't yeah. figure that out today, Justin. Sorry. <laughs> Look into it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be yeah. a whole All other right. thing to get into, guys. Thank you so much Can't for wait. your time.
2: Dude, honestly, this was great. I can't it's wait. So Anytime, fun. call us back. Oh, yeah. We'd love to do it.
0: Looking forward to Dune, December Dune. I think. Maybe yeah, man, I am too. We're Dune. gonna
2: do a revamp episode where we're gonna review the movie. So awesome. It'll be cool. Can't wait. Hell yeah. All right. Okay, guys, Fuck yeah, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank Take you, care, man. Right. So
1: good to see you, Dan. Yeah, I know. After what, like, fifteen years? When did we graduate college, Anna? Years. And Long years ago. time ago, bro. Time. Can you also tell Mac I
0: said hello? Yeah, I will. Please. I will pass it on to him. Yes. I'm rolling out. Take care. All right, guys. Bye. See you guys. See ya. Peace. Well, what did we tell you? High energy, passion. Dan, would you agree? There's a lot of passion. Lots, of, lots
1: of passion. I actually, for for real, um, I I really loved watching Holden and Henry's dynamic. Also, I mean, and and I know it's real because they're friends in real life, and I've mm. never seen them together in real life. It, it, what, and uh, I I think it's always fun just to find fellow pop culture obsessives who can get so impassioned about something like Dune, or yeah, they're hey, they're Stephen King fans too. Star Wars fan. I mean, I know Star Wars is kind of like a more tempered excitement. I think yeah. from all of us at this point. Not not trying to knock Star Wars. It's just uh, it's um. There's lots of Star Wars fans. You know what I'm saying. Dune and yeah, is still, King fans. Are very even specific. as big
0: as Dune is, and even as big as the Dark Tower is, it's nothing compared to like the mainstream popularity. Yeah, of Star it,
1: Wars, it, right? it's so it's so weird. I mean, yeah, obviously, if you if you're hearing this, you just listened to our conversation. We touched on that a bit about how it's it's almost strange how popular the Dune see. Although. I don't know if the whole series is as best selling as the as the first book. I mean, no, I know, no, it's, no, it's right? Yeah, because it, it, even and I and you've read it more recently than I have, but I'm sure if I were to reread Dune, the whole Dune series coming up, I would still be taken by how just weird and complex it is. And so, it's well, that's all, the cool and, thing yeah.
0: about the books is I still think. Well, you could argue back and forth, right, between Dune and God Emperor of Dune being the best, in my opinion, at least.
2: Yeah, but I, yeah. Even if
0: so. the books aren't as solid, they're they're still exceptionally bizarre. So yeah. they're rarely boring. They could get unwieldy at times. But honestly, that's how people feel about the Dark Tower a lot of the time, you know. So long story short, we recommend Dune for you. For you, for <laughs> you folks out there who are looking for something else maybe to read on top of your King and, and other horror. If you if if you take away nothing else from this episode, take
1: away our thesis that Dune is good. And you should, you should read it. That's the pull <laughs> quote dune is good Dune is good.
0: That. losers club member dan caffrey coming <laughs> off the top rope
1: yeah with a That's hot take. take
0: i mean i mean it, it for real real talk though it,
1: it is good in a way that other fantasy sci-fi epics are not and we talked about that i mean I, I think dune to me still feels like the most complicated complex epic out of, out of all the stuff we've covered for sure. And, and out of, uh, and like I said, I love Lord of the Rings. I love, I mean, I love Game, Game of Thrones is complex in its own way, but even, even more so than Game of Thrones, I think Dune is getting at some really cerebral ideas. I, I mean, I'm sounding like such an asshole. I'm like the book, the books we've read, trust us, they're the smartest books. Um, they're the ones you should, you should read the most, but, but they really are. They really do feel like something truly different compared to other, other franchises. Well,
0: they, people have always said that about us, especially Dan, we're only reading the highbrow stuff. <laughs> It's, it's yeah. all, it's all Bronte. It's all Franzen. Hey, you we know, touched on all, some uh, Dostoevsky in the episode. We do. We literally, do. I've it's actually funny. never read. It's but, funny. Yeah. We, we talk about a book that we, none of us can remember the title of That's so much we <laughs> remember it and love it so much. Well, this has been a fun episode, a fun little detour to Dune with some Dune dudes mm-hmm. on the, on the <laughs> dusty Dune. Uh, Dan, where
1: can people find you besides? They, they they can find me on the old Twitter and Instagram. Uh, D.W. Caffrey is is my handle. Um, not to be confused with D.W. Griffith, by the way. That's very important. Yeah, don't people go, always yeah, make yeah, that mistake. Don't check out his, uh, his. There is another Dan. There's a Dan Caffrey who follows me on Twitter. I think just I we're not we're not the same. You know, we he doesn't have. He doesn't have a Koontz cast or, or a Barker cast or anything like that. He's but, not your, um, he's
0: not your twinner, you
1: know? No, not my twinner. seems like a nice guy, but you know, it's kind of like a joke, you know, just follow for him. Yeah. So, yeah. Find me at DW Caffrey. And of course on the losers club and, and Halloweenies and mm, um, Halloweenies. Var- various places across the internet. Uh Caffrey I need to do a link tree. Some of you guys have have that right i need That's to do smart- that too
0: it's, it's yeah. very simple i'm just a lazy old Me piece too. of shit we, we've
1: got enough we've got enough uh content out there that we all deserve a little link tree like, i agree like i think
0: we're to the point dan that you and i are, and honestly yeah. everybody else in this podcast are so super popular now <laughs> it is time to get those let's get those uh sponsored link trees in here i think we actually need to get a um Fuck! Where those things called the? What's the
1: art called right now? Where you just own the piece of art? Then oh, it's oh god! It's like the
0: equivalent of like doing online banking. It's crypto, crypto, something, crypto. And 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 I'll tell you what, Dan, that that, 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 this this new fad belongs in a crypt.
1: Yeah, (laughs) if anyone, if any billionaires out there want to buy the whatever that thing is called of our podcasts,
0: we'll take it. Uh, Well, I'll take money from any billionaires, even that even that little jerk Elon Musk. I'll take his money too. (laughs) Um, and <laughs> M- oh wait, M- M- we're, getting M- T- we're getting notes. M- we're getting
1: notes we're getting notes from Mike Rothman. What does it say, Mike? MF M M, M- F T. It's i oh, N, N- F T. I'm man. I, I sound like such an uninformed. Hey, you know, that's just cause I don't go for that bullshit. I go for what's real. You know, I'm not doing, no one can own me. No one can, can own my art, but I if, like you, seriously, the, if you want to buy that
0: from us, then to then be fair, do. Dan, you, you were off. You're much more of a tangible person. You'd like to read literature, like through an actual proper book and not a Kindle. I do,
1: man. This, Susan um, always laughs at me. I'm not, this is, I'm not trying to be creepy or funny. I, I love the way a book smells. When I'm reading a book, whether it. it's an old one from the library, I love like when I, if I get like a first edition Stephen King from the library and I smell it, it, it reminds me of the smell of when I first read it. And I love the way that like new comic book paper smells. I, I, mm. I, I actually have been reading some stuff. I'm going through the uh, new 52 Batman detective comics run and, um, and it's weird the library has most of them, but there's like a couple of volumes that they don't. They've had to read on Hoopla, which is you know essentially the the Kindle app for the public library. And so I have read a few things online, but I just I feel like I can never get close enough to it, you know. And I like to, I like to touch it. I, I don't know if that sounds creepy, but I just can't.
0: I, I totally I'll never it. do the
1: Kindle thing. I just can't. I do just it. think
0: for Chicago purposes, it was just always easier mm-hmm. to get a Kindle and to be able to lug around a Kindle in your coat jacket instead of like a, a massive. Hardcover, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I'm not sure we'll how the see. hell we got here. I'm not sure how we got here, but I, I gotta get my plugs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah Sorry, we yeah. to. <laughs> I just I, realized really like, we're well, we, you there. What do you? Oh, I, what, uh, what's your? We problem? were steamrolling each other, and that's a whole other <laughs> podcast rated R. <laughs> um, you can find me also on Halloweenies, uh, and and we are thrilled that Halloweenies and Losers Club are both now part of the Blade Disgusting Podcast Network. BD, we talked about ben- Benny Gesserit, uh BG. But this is BD, the Blade Disgusting. So technically, network. BG talk on the BD network.
1: Yeah, it's been for real though. It's been, I mean, it's only been a few weeks. It's been awesome though. It's been so, so, so fun and supportive to be there. So, so And many
0: awesome more thing. fun journeys to come, much like if the people listening decide to take that journey and read Dune, which we h- highly suggest. So until next time. Um Fears the Mind Killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I saw you're trying what to do What a fun way to go out. Yeah.
1: Ah, fear's <laughs> like, the mind killer. It's and like lo- it's like long days and fears the mind killer
2: <laughs> i got some hot, I some hot friends i got some hot friends i got some hot friends
0: but you know you want somebody to treat you good this is the end of our show for now we hope you enjoyed this production if you like our programming consider searching for other bloody disgusting podcasts such as creepy horror queers the boo crew scp archives nightlight margaret's garden nightmare on film street and more